Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Jamsters and the Geek Squad. I think that's the name of your uh, followers. I don't, we do this every time. Let's all unite. Tonight, the Suns win. We're back. A victory. The Suns are 2-1 and one now. They do beat the Jazz 126-104. to 104. It's me and the Geek tonight. How are you doing, Suns Geek? Man, this was a great night, not just for the Phoenix Suns, but for all of Valley sports because the Arizona Diamondbacks got the Game 2 win in the World Series. The Suns Ring of Honor members were honored, and the Suns just had fun tonight. Does that oh calm everybody God. down now? Can you calm down yes. now, Suns fans? Uh, we're we're going to have some fun tonight, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, just a huge victory. One of those, you know, garbage time games that we were all just predicting this season. We got to see some bowl bowl, the cherry on the Sunday. Oh, yeah. Fantastic day. <laughs> Here in Phoenix, I don't, I don't know how much better it can get. Maybe the Cardinals do the Cardinals play tomorrow? Could they win tomorrow? <laughs> Who cares? Do you want them to lose? Actually, right? You don't want them to win. So, well, you know, I'm I'm an NFL expert here. I know everything. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so what we're gonna do tonight. <laughs> we're gonna talk about NFL fantasy football lineups. No, we're talking about the Suns' victory. There's a lot to go over. Um, Surprisingly, just, you wouldn't yeah. think there's not, but there actually is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe. You like. Uh, Suns Jam and Suns Geek over there. Make sure you do subscribe. That's a big thing. If you haven't yet, please do hit the like button right now. Leave a five star review for Apple Podcasts. We will read it here live on the podcast. And uh, dude, this is gonna be a lot of fun. Do you have anything to pop open? I of course do not. I did have a few drinks last night, but nothing in my fridge tonight. That's the thing. I had a few last night for for those of you real ones who watched the first annual Suns Potters fantasy draft. We did that last night. And I'm not going to lie. I kicked back a little bit. I had a few drinks, but you know what? Let's keep the celebration oh going, man. That was so good. <laughs> so refreshing. So but don't pushed. worry. I'm oh. staying. I'm staying smart. I got some water. Don't worry. We'll be okay. 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 So you can drive home then, huh? Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. You gonna pop? We gotta hear something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We All gotta right. pop them. Ready? Here we go. Ooh, ah, sounds <laughs> good. A large victory for the Phoenix Suns tonight. Oh man, one twenty six, one of four again. I, uh, I just, I gotta ask you really quick. Oi, Matty, mate, I've got to ask. First of all, Jamsters, uh, Geek Squad out there, you're probably wondering where is John? Where's John tonight? This is where he is at. He is all dressed up. <laughs> stupid is stupid does. I don't, you know, the whole. <laughs> <laughs> that's him right there forrest gump and his lady i forget her name do you remember her name it's been such a long time since i've seen the name he's out there partying tonight so we're gonna take over he'll probably pop in later for sure but right now it's gonna be you and i and i got a question matt ishbia 
does he just bring you to tears? Almost like just what he's doing for this franchise, 263 days currently as a Suns owner, Suns and Mercury owner. And tonight the the Ring of Honor just at halftime was just, it was brilliant. It was epic. It was everything. Um, It was just a great night there in Phoenix. Lucky to all those fans there to actually witness it. It just looked great. What did you think of the Ring of Honor and the banners? It's just a great look, isn't it? Absolutely. You kind of summed it up right there. He's only been here for 263 days and just the turnaround and the fan engagement, keyword engagement, and the engagement for the Sons uh, Sons Ring of Honor members. Like Thunder Dan was talking about it on the broadcast, how he's been back a few times since Matt Ishbia took over and he feels welcome. And, you know, Steve Nash and Barkley and all them. And again, just going back to the fan engagement and everything, this was just a special night besides the Suns win. I mean, I got to toot my own horn here for a second. I mean, you see the legends on the wall behind me. Like I've studied the history of Suns basketball and I'm talking like Dick Van Arsdale, Connie Hawkins, all the OGs, you know what I mean? But just the fact that we honored everybody tonight and we put up the brand new banners, no more of those stupid electric signs or whatever, you know, with the the advertisements all over them. And it it just looks cleaner too. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I did like the original Suns Ring of Honor, the boards and all that. But like, you know, the banners, you know, banners are forever, if you will. But this was just a special night. Matt Ishbia just knows what he's doing from top to bottom. And just, you know, you you saw what Charles Barkley said, right? Like I will, what what do you heard? I'm actually forgetting what he said, but yeah, he said that yeah. I will live in Phoenix yeah. to the day I Thank die. You. Basically, yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, loves Phoenix, but the welcome that Dan Marley has back here, and then you you have Stoudemire and Marion up in the booth and Nash. in the suite hanging out. Yeah, they're all together. It's nice to have those guys back. You know yeah. that HBO wants this place to be welcome to have them come back whenever they want. It's it's hard sometimes to see Marion in in Dallas. I know he wore a championship there. He's hanging out with Mark Cuban. But to be back here in Phoenix, he's always been a fan favorite. Exactly. This is just something different, man. The banners is just such a good look. The banners is like, it reminds me of like what the Celtics do at the TD Garden yes. or whatever it's called now. It just, it looks so epic in a way where a historical franchise like the Suns, they need the banners. Yep. And that's the only way to go. I like the boards, the old thing, but this is just, <laughs> they had to do this. Yeah. And the way they actually had it set up, it just looks so clean to me. Um, I don't know. There was... <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off real quick. Something you said, you were like, you know, for Thunder Dan and Steve Nash and Marion to come back whenever they want. I feel like when Sarver was here and I hate to bring up that name on a night like tonight, that wasn't really the case. You know what I mean? Just had to throw that out there. No, it wasn't. And like even Marley said on the broadcast, he said he came back. He's never felt so welcome. Right. And that was always a thing. They never want to step foot in this place ever. Um, it just it, it's great, man. It just it's a party backstage. Everyone, there's a lot of love there. The Suns get the victory, and this guy in the third quarter, he dominated. Oh, Grayson, Grayson Allen, our fuck shit up guy. Dude, Grayson <laughs> Allen tonight in the third quarter alone. Came out of nowhere. He started the game good. He was running the offense well in the first quarter. But in the third quarter, he's like, no, no, I'm going to take this. I'm going to get these monster dunks. Like, he was going hard to the hole. 
he was hitting his threes, two for two for three in the in the third quarter, 14 points overall in the third quarter, man. What did you did you expect that? Because the first two games with Grayson Allen, it was not like that. We were actually questioning and we were calling him Landry Shamit. We were yep. worried that he was turning into a Landry Shamit. I wasn't. Yeah, maybe I did. But I don't know what you thought of him in the first two games, but now this game, just such a different look. What do you think, man? First off, just real quick on the first two games, it was more of just like a letdown because he looked so damn good during the preseason, you know what I mean? And I have a new thing here on Suns Geek where I take paper notes. Like, I actually use a pen and I write them down on paper instead of just doing it on the computer to where I'm like, oh, I'm reading off a script here. And seriously, on my notes here, I have... KD to Eric Gordon, KD to Grayson Allen. It, I just see Grayson Allen all over the place on my notes here. I am starting to see a connection with Kevin Durant and Grayson Allen. He must like playing with him in practice. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they are they are feeding the ball to each other, and they are both delivering when they can. And again, you mentioned it. Grayson Allen got it going early, man, and so did Eric Gordon. What do you have, like 21 points in the first half or whatever? Yes. But I knew it was a special night for Grayson Allen when he had that rebound that led to the fast break. And as Kevin Ray said, he took it to the boom room and just threw it down. But also he looks a little more, I guess, confident in his shot, if you will. And I think they were talking about that on the broadcast. Just let it fly, man. Like, yeah, you really struggled and you were, it was a big letdown the first two games, but like you got to get out of the shooting slump eventually. Right. And then I'm sure we're going to talk about it later, but I, I wrote this down in my notes too: the ball movement tonight just looks so much different than it did the first two games, man. So shout out to Grayson Allen, man. And again, I don't care if it's it's against the Jazz or the Warriors or whoever it is. Tonight was a great night for Grayson Allen. Oh, yeah. Smiles all around. Seriously. I mean, we are just happy here on the Jam Session Podcast and Suns Geek joining us tonight. But also... A $22 donation from Biscuits in the Bear. So he does donate. He, she, I'm sorry. It's he, she. Um, (laughs) Why I went there. The $22 is the difference um, of the margin for victory. So that's what we're getting donated. I think is it every game? That's insane because like he says in the comment, this agreement I made is going to make me broke, but in a good way. Yes. Yes. These victories for sure. I'm sure in garbage time, you're hoping that, you know, it kind of dwindles down maybe to 12 (laughs) points. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. That is super awesome. So thank you very much. And yes, the ball movement was great, man. I think um, last game, you really saw a lot of just Katie. Right, I think that's yep. all you really saw was Katie yeah. and just ISO. He was so he was so drenched after the first quarter, just soaked, and he was doing too much. And that was a different team. The Lakers team obviously defensively was better than what this Utah Jazz team is. The Jazz maybe a little bit more tired for sure, but tonight Kevin Durant did move the ball around. The ball was moving. Who the heck are you? Yeah, I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Y'all know who I am. Dude, Kevin Durant tonight, only 29 minutes. That's my favorite part. He didn't come yep. back in the fourth, which was much needed after that last game against the Lakers. We didn't know how much he had left in him, but he still put up 26 points and seven assists. I said last podcast that maybe he can only have one game. That's great a, a week, and that's fine. That's KD. He's a little bit older, whatever. And this is a second game already. Uh, two out of three fantastic games from Kevin Durant. I don't want to hear anything bad about him ever. Like, 
this is just he turned the corner now with the Suns where last playoffs he didn't look as good, but now he's back and he's looking like the Kevin Durant that we always wanted. And Suns Geek, what do you think, man? I mean, tonight he just was fantastic and he kind of just helped the Suns just put it away early, but got quick to his moves, got quick to the rim, drawing fouls. Um, he was making sure that getting everybody involved. So it was like kind of like the point five offense where he would pass it up, move the ball quick, or he would make his move to the rim. Yep. It was a little bit easier for him tonight. He looked younger. He looked like KD. What'd you think, man? I'm just going to pretty much piggyback off everything you said. You, you know, the crazy thing too about tonight is he only made one three, like really think about that because really yeah. to start the season, the Suns haven't really been a great three point shooting team. He had one three, but you also mentioned it too. Seven assists. And they were talking about this on the broadcast, and I wrote it down. He was doing really good at, you know, with, with the double teams that were sending off of him or that were coming to him, and then rolling off those pick and rolls. Like either finding a guy for, you know, a pick and roll or just taking advantage, getting to a spot or whatever it may be. And then, like I said, the chemistry that he is building with Grayson Allen, who we just talked about. And Eric Gordon, man, there is something special there. And that is the excitement. That is kind of the the potential that this team has because as everybody's been talking about, we don't have Devin Booker. We don't have Bradley Beal. And think this is why we trade for Kevin Durant, man, is for for nights like this. And then you, you said it at the very start. He only played 29 minutes tonight. Did not play in the fourth quarter. That is huge. So shout out to Kevin Durant, man. I know that, you know, the the Lakers game was kind of a disappointment and all that, even though we only lost by five. But this is why you trade for Kevin Durant, man. He was awesome tonight. Yeah, he, he definitely was. And there was always kind of questions of like how this team would look, you know, with Beal, with Booker and the big three. How many games are going to play together? That's always a good question. But right now it just looks scary. I know this Utah Jazz team did play last night. Like I said earlier, they might have been a little bit tired in the second half, but it doesn't matter. Like, you can take what you can get really right now with the Suns when you're going through injuries and you're hearing about it, like, oh, you have Beal. Oh, you know, look at it. Good luck with his back and all that stuff. This team is still solid with Kevin Durant. They just have to figure things out with all the new pieces. Yep. You just know it wasn't going to work so early. But here we do get a little upset sometimes. It's not, it's okay. It's okay to be upset, right? But we just know that this team's going to take a little bit more time and that's fine. And Thomas and Nett, thank you. This is definitely fine. $10 in the chat. We're feeling good tonight, right? We're feeling yeah, great. We're I'm feeling sure you're great, a little man. buzzed right now. Were you drinking last night too? Yeah, I had a few yeah. last night, but oh, I, I ate yeah. pretty well today. I drank a lot of water, so I'm like good. keeping the party going. I'm good, man. I'm I good. love to hear that, man. Thomas and that $10. Here's two donation to change the Grayson Allen drop. You know what? That's up to John. <laughs> yeah, that's up I, to John. I personally love the, the Grayson Allen. I love all his drops. Cheesy or not, they look great. I don't... You know, I don't know. Speaking of looking great, Melissa, why to say, Matt, how was your date last night? I'm not sure why everyone knows I had a date last night, but um, it was good. I got to touch a kneecap. So it went really great. Um, but we're moving on. We're moving on. Who else says, who else caught your attention tonight? Who else should we talk about well, next? Is anybody real quick, real quick, but before we keep talking about the Suns, because trust me, I yeah. got a lot of notes here. And look, I don't want to make excuses for the Jazz. I don't want to sound like a know it all here, but I do want to talk about the Jazz just real quickly. And shout out to Tony Jones. I think he works and writes for The Athletic. He had a good tweet that kind of summed up tonight's game. And again, I'm not trying to make excuses for the Jazz here. But he said, and I quote, some of this you can attribute to a lack of energy because of last night. But energy or not, it's a bad look to be down 30 
to a team missing two of their three best players. And that's, and that's playing basically doing cardio and not inserting themselves. And then I like his response here. Like somebody followed up saying like uh, Utah jazz ho- uh, coach, Will Hardy is not a defensive coach. And he responded saying something like he is, he just doesn't have the personnel. Doesn't that kind of remind you of last year's Phoenix Suns and how now we are a defensive team with a defensive minded coach and all that and how it really changes things. I don't really know where I'm going with that. It's just no, you're jazz overachieved last year and they could be good this year, but it might take some time just saying. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what they're trying to do there, it's kind of like, it kind of it's like see how they are by the all star break, see yeah. what they're doing, see what the record is, and then maybe going to the trade deadline, make a big move. They could too. They got some pieces. Yeah, you can't really underestimate them after last year. They kind of just missed out on the playoffs on purpose. They were good um, though, man. You remember yes, some of those yeah. games? They were really good, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I. That's why it's like you go into this game, you're like, oh, it's Utah Jazz. Like, oh, they're one and one. I mean, they did. They're they good, did beat man. the. They beat the Clippers by yep. two points. They can. They can pull one off, man. And that's why. I don't know. I, I like that you brought up the, the the coaching thing. So here on Suns Jam Session, this is a drop from John where you kind of got to dance along. So I hope you're <laughs> in the moon, man. Ready? Right, I thought that would never end. So I'm clipping that, and I'm going to upload it to my channel. <laughs> yes. Mac Mac says, Suns coaching sucks. Yeah, definitely. I noticed tonight when the Jazz went on a run, to start even the, the second quarter, there was a, it was a 5-0 run, timeout, right away. Back yep. in the day, Monty would just let that go. Hey, handle Ugh. it. Chris Paul, you guys figure it out. Now he's calling timeouts right away after two made shots on runs where we're, oh, we're up by like 10 or 12, but then they cut it to five. And it's like, call a timeout. He calls a timeout. Makes me super happy, man. So I'm glad you brought up the coaching. But um, I just, I don't know, your thoughts on Frank Vogel. So far this season, there's so much going on. To start 2-1, and the defense tonight was just insane. I mean, they had, what did they have in the first half? Let me actually look that up really quick. They had 17 points off turnovers to five that the Utah Jazz had. Mm -hmm. But we only turned it over three times. That was the difference in the first half. That's what got us out to a bigger lead in the third quarter. Plus what we did um, offensively with Kevin Durant running the fast break off turnovers. That was big. Kevin Durant had three fast breaks, dude, that he ran tonight. That's insane. I didn't even think that would ever happen this early in the season with the injuries and, you know, just the communication not being as good defensively. But right now, dude, they're looking good. So your thoughts on Vogel or is there anything you want to kind of add to that? First off, I'm loving everything I'm hearing, like listening to about Frank Vogel and just seeing. Because first off, on a personal note, he honestly seems like a really good person. And that's saying something because we all know how good of a person Monty Williams was. But he really yep. does seem like a good guy. But when he's on the court, man, he he truly is a good leader, a good coach. But he's I feel like he's also not afraid to like tell you how it is. You know what I mean? And and we we've heard this from his Opening, you know, when he, he with the press conference, when he first got hired, like we're going to be a scrappy defensive team. We're going to work hard, you know, all that stuff. Like, I feel like he really is preaching that in practice. They even showed like a clip 
from yeah. practice, you know what I mean, in which he cussed. They obviously had to blur it out and all that. But, yeah, he, he's doing great, man, in terms of the defense. And you can just tell this is a different defensive Phoenix Suns team compared to last year. And it's going to take some time because, you know, the first two games, eh, a little shaky here and there. But you also mentioned the turnovers. The Jazz had seven turnovers in the first quarter. But the Suns tonight as a team had 11 turnovers, dude. I know that might sound like a lot, but compared to the last two games, that is nothing. And I remember Frank Vogel said this. It might have been at media day. He was like, if we don't turn the ball over and we we play you know the way we need to play, like we're going to be a really tough team to stop. He, he said something like that. Like I'm paraphrasing a little bit. And like, yeah, both teams had like nearly 20 fouls, but it didn't really seem that way because we took care of the basketball. We were making our freaking shots, man. So big shout out to Frank Vogel. He deserves so much credit. And I, I know it's the third game of the season, but this was the right man for the job. Oh, yeah. He's he's done a tremendous job so far. You feel comfortable with him, just like a lot of these players mm-hmm. on the court. Tonight, uh, one guy really stepped up, and his name is Eric Gordon. From Indiana University, number 23, Eric Gordon. So another guy that just went off in the first half, 21 points. He was 9 of 14 from the field, four assists. That was on the first half, right? He just yeah. he obliterated them. And I honestly thought that he has he was gonna probably hit his career high again. He had 50 points, his career high against the Utah Jazz before. Tonight he had 21 in the Uh-oh. first half. John <laughs> Voida is joining us. He has his hair down. We're having fun tonight. John, are you having fun over there? Where are you at? Applebee's? I just feel like running. Oh, geez. I'm so happy for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> he's running in place he must be at a stop sign or a stoplight right that's what runners do they run in place until it goes green stupid is stupid does <laughs> yeah did you watch any of the game <laughs> i saw the very beginning and then i just kept updates throughout the entire game and it looked like they put an ass whipping on them utah jazz it was they a blast did. yeah they eric gordon's night we were just talking 21 points in the first half Looked phenomenal. 9 of 14. We were kind of skeptic a little bit. Before he, the last two games, he wasn't hitting his shots. Tonight, same kind of game, but everything was going in. Um, your thoughts on Eric Gordon, John? Just kidding. I don't even, you didn't watch it. <laughs> here's, my, here's my thoughts on Eric Gordon, okay? You know, Eric Gordon has been fulfilling a role that he's not really prepared to be filling right now. He's supposed to be coming off the bench. But based on the box score that I noticed and monitoring Twitter – throughout the entire night you could see that he was stepping up and he was the catalyst that we needed he performed tonight in a way we needed him to do against the lakers right just hit some shots man you hit some of those shots to take some pressure off kd kd could be Preach. kd and you can mute the jazz baby fuck the yeah. jazz yeah i love it aussie suns fan says is john the same forest that matthew was <laughs> in last night i guess they were saying i was burying my day in the forest <laughs> how nice of them you know <laughs> just saying she so you know a uh, couple bodies out there so watch your feet john don't trip um there was a dead body right there yeah so how's the party it's good it's pretty I'm, good i'm sober as a bird because i'm driving so i'm just running oh, around God. Dump all that's night. terrible dude i'm supposed i'll drink one for you john i appreciate that people are inside no one's even inside anymore but there's a i was like is there like 10 people there uh, no, this is 
There's like 15. Oh, 15? Okay. That's not bad. You know it's a good son's win when we can get... You know it's a good son's win when we get, you know, a vlog here from John. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. He does look kind of cute, though. John is the best at wearing wigs. He looks absolutely darling in every wig that he puts on. I don't know what it is. Facial structure. You'd be so good. Are you? (laughs) This one's for Metal Mike. I I gotta pay. (laughs) I believe Metal Mike said I I had to go pay. (laughs) Is there anything else you gotta do, or is that it? Just gotta go pee and. I just wanted to tell you that the Phoenix Suns look like they had magic legs. Um, did you guys talk about the Ring of Honor? Yeah. Yeah, we did in the beginning. But what did you think? Did you watch the ceremony? I didn't watch the ceremony. Uh, I, I did record, like, once I'm done here, I'll drive home. It's like an hour home. And I'll watch the whole game because I recorded everything. So I want to see it. Okay. That Ring of Honor looks fucking tits, bro. Like, Ooh. classic, clean, exactly what it needs to be. Nothing crazy, but hanging from the rafters. Anytime a dad brings his kid into there to watch a game, anytime somebody goes to a concert, that will be hanging up there. And that's what Preach. it's about. It's not about some digital thing around the, the arena. It's about banners. And in, up in the rafters, and hopefully they'll be adding a championship banner up there next to it. So I think that again, another W for Matt Ishbia. Yeah, it was the the whole um, halftime show, the Ring of Honor. It was kind of emotional, man. Those guys coming back and just Steve Nash being there with Kevin Johnson and Charles Barkley to end it. Like it was something different. It was just Matt Ishbia, like I said on Twitter, like 263 days already. Or that's it. And so far, just knocking everything out of the park. I don't even know what's next. Hopefully we do get the championship. But those banners are super clean. Everything looks perfect. And if um, Espo actually put on Twitter too, if you're up in the top section from behind, it looks even better. The back view, because in the front, all the lights and stuff is kind of in the way. But if you go in the back, it just looks phenomenal. I love it. That's my Jenny. Hey, Shannon. That's my sister. Everyone, that's my sister. There's Wednesday. Jen and Ray, listen. And look cousin real it. Jen. Okay. <laughs> I, we can't see anything, John. We can't yeah, see I know. Anything, All right. Well, you guys have a good podcast. I'm going to knock All right. it. Love yeah. you, John. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Go Suns. Go Suns. <laughs> All right. So we'll get back to the game. Um, before I jump into like some other guys, is there anything else you want to talk about that we already kind of went over? You want to gloss over anything that you wrote? Did you write down in cursive? Is it in cursive? Because uh, you don't want to see my handwriting because it's really sloppy. Um, I'm just trying to look here, man. Uh, we were, we already talked about the ball movement. I guess scoring points off their turnovers. We sort of mentioned the turnovers, but the Suns actually executed on those turnovers. Um, real quick, before we talk about other guys, I'm assuming on the Suns, don't be surprised if Lowry Markkinen is an all-star this year because he's already off to a really good start to the season. And uh, Yusuf Nurkic is a really good passer. That's pretty much all I got. Yeah, actually, <laughs> speaking of... Nurkic watch. The Nurkic, you know, 10 points, nothing crazy, right? We're not going to get huge stats from the guy, 10 points, 7 rebounds, a dud last game, but still even the duds, I'm like, I'll take that over an Aiton game. That's just how I am. I think a lot of us are feeling that way right now. With Nurkic, he's he's been incredible. I think the only thing for me starts at 0 for 4. In the post, when he's close to the basket, his shots are a little rushed. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. He has a size. He backs down marketing and really when you're that close to the basket, he kind of rushes it. So if he, he slowed it down. He was over four, then finally got a little hook shot, but you can tell him that hook shot. He took his time with it. Yeah, was, exactly. Leading the Suns in assists um, just so far this season. I, I think that 
what he brings to this offense is just so valuable. We all know that for sure. But in games like this where you just need someone to dominate inside, rebounding, and shot-blocking sketch, right? Yeah. Those guys, the Jazz, got to the rim endlessly heading into the halftime. I just think Garland and even um, at times multiple multiple guards, they were just getting straight to the rim. Everything was super easy. But Nurk tonight, I just think he he played one of his, his probably best games so far this season, the early season, right? Don't you think? One of them, yeah. One of the early good games from him. I mean, are we going to see a Yusuf Nurkic triple-double soon? Because he almost had one yes. tonight. And like I mentioned, with the passing, he had some one pass in particular that I wrote down uh, was he found Eric Gordon cutting to the rim. He just sometimes has those really sneaky passes, whether it's like a bounce pass or a no look pass because Yusuf Nurkic will do it. And you are right, but you're right about like the, the post ups and all that and how sometimes those shots can be a little like, you know, suspect or whatever. But I will say this and I wrote it down. At least Yusuf Nurkic doesn't hesitate. Like when he has that ball, doesn't matter who is in front of him, he's going to post them up. Like I like that because as we all saw with DA, he'll either take his time or he'll do that little pump fake he does and you yeah, know, the the DeAndre and stuff that he does. But Nurkic, man, I mean, at least he's a little aggressive, sometimes maybe a little too aggressive, but he doesn't hesitate, man. And like I said, he is a really good passer. And we've seen it a couple of times during the season and in preseason. I mean, if he's out in the three-point line, he'll shoot it, man. So shout out to Yusuf Nurkic. I, you know, we've all seen the quotes about him being a, a better fit or a good fit, if you will. And this is why we traded for him. You know, good screen setter, and he just seems like yeah. a cool guy. Like I know you've seen those media, you know, the 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 after practice press conferences or whatever. Just seems like a cool guy, man. Like I would love to have a beer with him. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's always <laughs> smiling. He's always just so happy to be here in Phoenix. Yeah. And that's what we need. It's like, I mean, DA was definitely very happy, but I don't want to talk about DA. Uh, I want to ask you a few questions. <laughs> so there was actually, a, yeah, there's a, so a few questions. Uh, the first question is DA, him being gone, I just wanted to ask you because I haven't really asked you. Yeah. Is, does he run through your, your mind at all? Does he, do you revisit him ever? Do you remember that he plays in the league? Because right now, I don't pay attention. Like the one Mikhail and Cam left, I watch him. Yeah. I look at their box score, but me with DA, I just, I don't care anymore. Really. It's kind of like, Oh, we're done. Right. Like just, it's over. Like, I do you feel the same way? I was during the preseason just because we played them twice. So I kind of had to, you know, from a content creator standpoint, I kind of had to, but like yeah. since then, to be honest, I haven't even watched any blazers highlights. Cause I know he had a rough first game again. Maybe I'll go look at those highlights, even though there's really probably not much to watch, but to be honest, no, man. I've just been locked onto this team and just focused on the new guys. And and again, like you you said it, man. Like Nurkic is happy to be here, man. They all the players seem happy to be here, even if they're on a two way contract, like Saban Lee and all them. These guys seem yeah. thrilled to be here. And and look, we saw a couple bad games from Nurkic, you know, in the preseason and all that. But like, he's gonna have nights like tonight where he is gonna be a good passer going to hit a few shots here and there rebound and all that maybe the rebounds might need to go up a little bit but he's a great fit man i'm psyched for yusuf nurkic yeah me too i mean there's nothing else that you really want from him i think he does everything on the court that we we really need yeah um except for shot blocking so han sogan sagan sorry excuse my language <laughs> he says uh he she i don't even know we need one more shot blocking biggie you know, I was texting with my nephew during the game. I'm like, there's one piece, obviously, everyone can see it, where we don't really have that threat. 
right for inside yeah. is there anybody out there that you maybe think oh sunsgate's gone there's someone at the door maybe oh, here. Hold on. okay he'll be right back so creepy crawly hey lissy did you get a root yesterday Sorry, I had to let my dog oh, it's out. Okay. Hey, no worries, man. Creepy, I don't really know what that means. Creepy Crawly asked me, hey, Lissy, did you get a root yesterday? A root? Yeah, I don't know if that's something. What were you about to ask me? I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. <laughs> so I was asking about the bigs out there, maybe a free somebody to add to this team that actually shows a little bit more presence inside. Is there anybody that maybe you think the Suns can add? Because, of course, that's like the one thing we need, that presence inside. I honestly Back of my mind, I don't know who you'd trade for this guy at all, but anytime someone's disgruntled, right, the Suns have an opportunity to get this guy now. It would maybe be Joel Embiid. I'm just, that actually goes in my mind. So I want to ask you, like, the thoughts of maybe Embiid joining this team, or is there anybody else that you think the Suns can bring in to help with shot blocking? First off, the Joel Embiid thing, and don't get me wrong, I'm a fan, but the, the, this question is sort of hard for me to answer because I'm a little bit biased because, you know, shout out to Philly Take with RB and DJ Eastwood and my guy Romp. They're all Sixers fans. They cover the Sixers. Trust me, Joel Embiid is like royalty. The Suns would have to offer a massive package or Embiid would have to force his way to Phoenix. But I get what you're saying, though. You know, he's he's the MVP of the league. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. And off the top of my head, I can't honestly think of anybody right now. I will say, though, the the big man position is our weakest position because we've seen Nurkic get into foul trouble kind of early. That's a little alarming, yep. man. Like, we saw what Anthony Davis did to us here and there, especially, what was that? Was it during the preseason when he had, like, five, six blocks on us? You know what I mean? Like, but off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody. But I will say this, if we do bring on another big man, it's probably going to be somebody that none of us were thinking about. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that yeah. answers your question, but, you know. Well, no, no, it definitely does. The other big man we do have is Drew Eubanks, a backup for Nurk. Yes, sir. Comes in tonight, stellar game, six of seven. There's a lot of guy, a lot of people in the chat were talking about just how good of a game he had. Definitely needed this one. He was six of seven tonight, 12 points, five rebounds, two assists, and two blocks. Very aggressive. Even tonight, just like pretty much sitting on somebody on the side. I don't even know what he was. I forget who he was. He was guarding. The guy goes up for a pump fake, and basically Drew goes up, but he comes by, yep. sits on him basically, or kicks him in the, with his with his upper leg. <laughs> Physical dude. Comes right in the game, and him, he's going after it with, um what's his name? Mike, Taylor my Horton bad. Tucker? Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Or- no, John Collins. Was some, John yeah, Collins, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, as soon as he yep. comes in, him and Collins are going after each yep. other. I love the physicality. He's just automatically yep. pissed off. And doesn't he just look sunburnt all the time? <laughs> I love how pissed off he is, and he just wants to like make someone hurt out there. Um, he brings that physicality we definitely need. Sometimes he's just not in the right place, fumbling passes underneath, but he kind of re... I don't know. Tonight, I, he kind of just... I, I guess towards the end of the game, he he made up for it in a way after that but beginning of the game wasn't too good but he did finish well what do you think about eubanks man as i just okay. stutter my way to the I might, line there. i might i might receive some heat for this I'm, I'm being serious though and this isn't really like a hot take or anything i'm just okay. probably talking crazy maybe may, <laughs> yes trade everything for joe and beat right now but no Oh, excuse me. I feel like Josh Akogi and Jordan Goodwin have the Dan Marley hustle award wrapped up but here's my sort of quote hot take and it's not even really a hot take Maybe Drew Eubanks for the Dan Marley Hustle Award winner. Oh, Just saying, man. He he has terrible. some sneaky plays, man. <laughs> like, you've talked about the yeah. physicality. Sometimes maybe it's like a sneaky good rebound. 
or a sneaky good block shot. Did you see that one play where he saved the ball and like kind of threw it behind his back from going out of bounds? Like he has those sneaky plays. What's crazy about that that pass that he saved was he was down court, man. He like ran in and and saved it. Like he just does those kind of things. There was the one play where he he backed down. I forgot who was guarding him, but he backed down one of the Jazz players. He went up and under. I think it was on Walker Kessler, actually, of all people. Um, and they know how I was talking about Yusuf Nurkic being a good passer. Sometimes Drew Eubanks is a good passer. I'm a big fan. Like, I'll take the major L. I didn't know much about him when we got yeah. him. And now I'm like one of those biggest fans. I'm jumping on the Drew Eubanks bandwagon. And yeah, he's great, man. No, he's a huge ad this offseason. Hans Sagan does say Miles Turner would be a dream ad. Just want to point that out really quick. Course, everyone that, here yeah. would love Miles Turner. It would be the perfect yeah. center, but he's not a backup. I think what we have with Nurk, you got to kind of stick with it. I mean, yeah. he promised the guy to come here to be a starter. He's been healthy through three games, right? Unlike some That'd other guys. That'd be a guys. huge slap in the face, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just can't yeah. do that now. So we're rolling with this team. This team's going to be great. I know I threw out the Embiid thing. But that's definitely like something for down the road. Maybe yeah. like in a couple of years he comes here and plays with Booker because everyone's gonna eventually want to come here a little bit. Um, some this guy uh, Nazir Little he was he was good tonight towards the end of that. He had like, a nice little dunk tonight. Yep. He wasn't too crazy, but I do like his drop. <laughs> Nas Nas is just he's he's kind of getting there, right? He's almost there. He he's playing some good minutes now. He did have 21 minutes tonight. Uh oh my bad. He actually did have yeah, 21, 21 minutes and he yeah, did have six minutes. points. He was 0 for 5 from, from three. three point line, which is fine, I guess. They look more confident. What do you think about it? Because I think right now you kind of kind of find that other guy, and I feel like he's like kind of the out the outside guy. You know, they we have like that nine man six man rotation yeah. or nine man eight man rotation kind of he kind of comes in as the ninth guy and he kind of has to feel himself right kbd did get six minutes tonight but in garbage time but Nods is like that other guy that needs to come in and just kind of like clean up things and keep things going to kind of help that bench right now he looks a little bit more confident but he's still not the same guy that i feel like we thought he would be coming to the season um your thoughts on him though man yeah, I was sort of overhyping him when we first got him because I was just a fan of him. And, you know, I know that maybe some people might be having Landry Shamit flashbacks here, but maybe Frank Vogel is rewarding him because of what he's doing in practice because this is a hustle guy. This is an effort guy. can play good defense. I will say I like how he's chucking it, but, like, you got to be consistent because you mentioned he was 0 for 5 from 3 tonight. Yeah. But he can score. I mean, there was one game. I don't know if it was in the Warriors game or the Lakers game, but he literally got brought in for three minutes, hit a three when we were struggling to score the ball. So, like, you, like you mentioned, man, kind of like a cleanup guy, if you will. But he's just got to be consistent. I'm still a fan of him, man. I don't think he's going anywhere. I also think he's on a pretty good contract as well. So, like, you know, just an effort guy, hustle guy. You know, one of those guys that will be a fan favorite off of the bench. But he's just got to be consistent, man. Yeah, I think so too. And another guy that's kind of been a little inconsistent so far, Metal Mike points out, I want to see more Yuta getting more minutes. Yeah, he's got to get more minutes. He, he does definitely. I think um, he's finding his way. He had that nice move. He had a nice little steal yep. behind the back, left-handed layup. I know he's left. He's left-handed, right? He is, right? I just, for some I reason, so. I always forget. I think yeah, yeah. So right he, he had the left-handed layup. Looked very nice. I think in the fourth quarter, that whole bench, 
was just showing off in front of our bench that was filled with starters. They were out there just playing around, just like Drew Eubanks had that pass, like he said, from out of bounds. Bobo had the same thing, shot clock violation. The crowd goes crazy. <laughs> Louder than any kind of Devin Booker game-winning shot ever when Bobo touches the ball, but he did come in tonight. There is no, do we? I don't think John made a drop for him at all. So, and I don't even have a graphic for him yet. So, Bobo still getting some minutes in garbage minutes. I, I just, I think that he's gonna be that guy definitely to come in and just kind of keep guys, keep the fans in their seats when it's a blowout. That's what I think he's there for, and I'm fine with that, right? But Yuda, moving back to him, I do want to see more. Defense, he did have a block shot tonight. It was really nice on Colin Sexton. But then other than that, defensively, he's okay. He's a little sketch I pointed out last last game. But offensively, he's not afraid to do anything. He has like that little quick step, pump fake, quick step to the hole. He's trying that out. I think before we actually know when we did get him, I did point out, I'm like, I love the pump fake, getting to the rim. Something that he seemed like he was kind of working on. Now you can kind of see it unfolding, but he's not really hitting it. Uh, he's almost there. He's almost there with that shot because if he can get that to go down, he's going to be deadly. I know there's a few guys like um, Aaron Gordon that has a floater, and you also have um, Goodwin as well with a really nice floater. If if Yuda can get that, that's going to be awesome. But Yuda, is he just, he's the fan favorite. After that play tonight, man, he was just, the crowd was going crazy. Katie, everybody was just falling over each other. What a moment, right? I just love ending games like that when guys like that just make huge plays. He's a fan favorite, but also he's a player favorite because you know that he wanted to come here, one, because of Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant loves him too, man. And I will never forget what Devin Booker said about him, man. I think this might have been during training camp and all that, but he was like, when Utah, when Utah is on the court, Booker has his, quote, antennas up. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm going to sound, like, totally biased here and, like, a homer, but I feel like maybe Yuta is, quote, struggling because we don't have our big three on the court. Because seriously, imagine it. Even if we just had two of the three on the court, man, Yuta's going to be out there spacing. He's going to be wide open. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe he's struggling just because we're not 100% yet. And it's it's game three out of 82. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, keep giving him the minutes. And I will say this, even though he's not the best defender and he still has areas of his game he needs to work on. He will challenge. Now, unfortunately, he gets dunked on a lot because of that, like the Anthony Edwards one and all that. But still, he he will challenge on defense. He's got those long arms. And you're right about the floater. If he could find that floater, man, whew. He's a good or just player, like the finishing though. touch. Yeah, the finishing yeah, touch yeah. on those shots. And, you know, pardon me, uh, Nicholas Tan did point out that I did not even do the drop, which is my favorite drop for Yuta. Yuta. The Of all time, you know, John just makes it up for that. Those ones that people don't like, the Grayson Allen one. He makes up for it. So I love that one. <laughs> But um, tonight, there was a guy that got two more minutes tonight. Chemezi Metu, um, let me do his job, just in case I forget. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy, but here's my number. Four. So call me maybe. <laughs> Metu, I loved him coming into the season, preseason. He was just, he was lights out from three. He's a guy that I feel like would have saw a lot more minutes than he is now. Only two minutes tonight. Um, I just want to get your take really on Metsu. I know we didn't need him, obviously. But after the loss against the Lakers, a lot of people wanted to see him. He stretches the floor. He's confident in his shot. He's going to jack him up. 
kind of want that next to KD when he's trying to play ISO the whole game and try to beat the Lakers by himself. You want that other guy to be confident and just, you know, swing the ball and be ready for the shot. He's that guy. Yeah. Two minutes tonight. I'm not sure why he's not getting a lot of minutes. I do like our rotation. I'm not, I'm, I think yeah. Vogel's doing a fucking great job. Even after losing that game against the Lakers, I hate coming on here and being like, hey, we should have put Yuta in there or we should have put Mezzi. Mezzi? Who the hell's Mezzi? You can call him Mezzi. Oh my God. Who is that? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> call yeah, Mezzi. I like it. I'm going to call him Mezzi. Call him Mezzi. I like that, man. Uh, <laughs> let's do Mezzi. So Mezzi came in two minutes tonight, but I feel like we should see more of him. Do you agree? Or is it just like, eh, we'll see. He'll, he'll fill in later on. Right. I mean, this as a compliment. I feel like he's going to be bigger later on. You know what I mean? Cause right now this is seriously a good problem to have for Frank Vogel. It's like literally like a kid in a toy store with hundreds of dollars on him. You know what I mean? Like, you have all these weapons and all these toys you can play with. And, but there's only so many, there's 48 minutes to go around in every game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm sure that he is loaded with talent. Maybe, maybe this will be a guy that I was wrong on, like with, 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 with Drew Eubanks. You know what I mean? Like maybe he'll surprise me. But right now, man, you got to kind of, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We don't even have our big yes. three yet. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to take some time, man. Let's see where we're at, like, the 20th game of the season. You know what I mean? But yeah, anything yeah. could happen, man. That's all I'm saying. No, I agree with you, too. Um, You just have a lot of trust with this with this coaching staff. Um, They know what they're doing, obviously. We're going to win a lot of games without Booker, without Beal, um, without Durant at times. So they'll figure things out. I think tonight, though, you did run up against uh, – Utah Jazz team that was a little tired, um, but also, you know, we just dominated them, winning by almost 30 points. I mean, that's the way you want to do it, or 22 points. Excuse my language again. I got to hit up the subreddit, so stay right there. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. It's going to be the king all season long. Elvis in the house again. Um yeah, I know you're going to get sick of it, Jamsters and Geekonians joining us. So tonight I was in subreddit. I was looking at what the Jazz fans were saying. It wasn't too positive, as you could, as you probably would think, right? I don't. The first, the first one I did bring up was uh, who does Jordan Clarkson think he is? I didn't really see much of him tonight. I guess fans are kind of teeter tottering on him. Just every other game, they, I think when he's missing shots, they kind of get sick of him. When he's winning games, they love him. That's Sounds the way like they are. Suns fans sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just a fan, right? Of anything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I got to do that really quick. Uh, excuse me. So um, seven turnovers in less than ten minutes is not con- conductive. Oh my gosh, conducted to winning basketball games. That's not even a good comment. I don't know why I put that in there. Does Sexton know he's allowed to pass the ball? That's one thing with me is like I never liked Sexton too much because he reminds me of Bloodsoe in a way where he just never passes the ball. So that's that can fair. be frustrating, right? That's fair. Yeah. 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 Oh wow. Could you imagine if Booker, if Booker and Beal were playing tonight? Oh yeah, that's scary, right? Even for Suns fans, that's gonna be we probably scary. would have won by like 50, dude. Like, no joke. Yeah, but here <laughs> seriously, <laughs> but here's a little um shot at Booker. I bet Booker paid $500 plus for that ugly-ass hoodie. I thought he looked good. I thought Beal Bill looks good, man. Beal looks good at anything. He's he's <laughs> by far the most attractive player we have. He looks good in a trash bag. So last game, though, he looked even better. He had the uh, the Kevin Johnson jersey. Yep. And he's the, a real one, the man. Hot Topic pants. I yep. loved it. Yeah, it was a great look. And then uh, Udoka sighting. Yeah, Udoka used to play for the Jazz. So that's all I have for sub- subreddit. Any comments on that? Are you good? 
Jazz fans can be salty. That's all I got to say. <laughs> the Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. All right. The reason that I said the Jazz fans are salty, quick story, Suns fans, was a long time ago. I think it was Marquise Chris got like in a fight or like an altercation with the Jazz. And like technically he started it. I made a video about it. It is the most disliked video on my channel. And I had so many negative comments. So I'll always kind of be bitter towards Jazz fans. But yeah, (laughs) it is what it is. I probably shouldn't have made that video, but it was a long time ago. I had to talk about something, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you always go through those phases where you just kind of hate on a fan base, right? And then it kind of passes and they suck. And now (laughs) you're just fine. And then you have to look at pictures of John. I don't know. It's a great picture. It makes you feel a little bit better. But but real quick, I'm sorry to cut you. No, go ahead, man. I I do mean what I said about the jazz though. I think honestly, they, even if they overachieve again, I think they will be a good team. I really like Will Hardy as a coach. Larry Markinen is going to be an all-star probably unless the West is just too loaded. You know what I mean? And they got some young key pieces, man. And you sort of referenced this earlier, man. They could make a trade at the deadline. Just saying they probably don't have to, but they could. No, yeah, they definitely can. I think um, they might go the other way. Maybe the Suns can get Laurie Market. I don't know. Every time there's a good player I'm watching, I'm like, can the Suns get him? I don't know where we could trade up, but I like our team right now. But let's do Jamstar, man. Let's just go to the Jamstar. Jamstar of the game, everybody. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. All right, Jamstar of the game. All right, perfect. So Jamstar of the game tonight, who do you got? I got, uh, well, you go first. I just asked you, and I was going to go first. You know what? Go ahead. The cliche answers Kevin Durant, but you know what? Screw it, man. Let's go Grayson Allen. Why not? I'm choosing yes. Grayson Allen, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> I love it. Grayson Allen just like Michael Jordan out there with that dunk. Just absolutely <laughs> beautiful. He Confident had the pass. With his shot. Yeah. Who was running with him on that? There was someone running with him on the side, wide open. Uh, and he just he never passed the ball. He's like, I'm gonna dunk this. And he literally launched from the free throw line almost. And he, who was running with them, but yeah, but yeah. that was like a it was like a three on one fast break, basically almost. And he just yeah. three on two, maybe. And he's like, I'm gonna take it. So I love to see it, man. I, he's he's definitely the fuck shit up guy, and he fucks some shit up tonight. So I'd like to see that. And uh so I guess we both agree. Jamsters Kiko G does give it to fuck shit up guy. Um Katie and Gordon from five Ebba. Forgot about Eric Gordon, yeah. Yeah, Metal Mike Ishbia for the Ring of Honor, true. Yes. Yes. 263 days in he's already in the ring of honor yes yeah dude it's it's hard to like not give it to him so i kind of want to give it to him um han sagan says grayson allen a little damn marley in him yeah Ooh, i can definitely see that okay. that's a good comp i All like right. that a lot man um fabio nazaki eric gordon yep. yeah go to kid grayson allen jam star for yep. sure aussie suns fans hey, thanks for hanging out and watching us i appreciate it eric gordon Check them out after our podcast, by the way. They'll be live. Is it tonight? Yeah, I think they're going live tonight. At least that's okay, because I saw a comment in our chat. I'm like, wait, I thought it was in maybe the tomorrow. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Time <yeah>. zones. <laughs> no, I think they're going live after us. Yeah, yeah. Check them out. Um, well, Suns Geek, we got ten minutes left tonight. Is there anything I missed? Anything that you wrote down in cursive that I did not know? Uh... Need a drink. Oh, okay. You know what? Because we were talking about the Ring of Honor and just a quick comment that Dan Marley made, and I really like this. He also, and I mean this in a good way, he thinks like a fan because he even said that. Like, because they were at, I think it was uh, K. Ray and Eddie Johnson. They asked him about what he thinks about the Phoenix Suns having, quote, no point guard. 
and he did make a good reference. He's like, he's like, oh man, he's like, I think just like you guys think he's like, I'm all for it. Cause he mentioned like back in the day, he was like, it was Kevin Johnson and him. And it was like, sometimes he had to take the ball up. Like they didn't really have a true point guard, if you will. Cause you could maybe make the argument. Was Kevin Johnson really a true point guard or was he kind of like a combo guard, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, he talked about that, like how at that, at that time they didn't have a point guard. And I know it was a different era different time in basketball, but I like that. Like Thunder Dan really does know the game of basketball. I thought that was interesting right there. Uh, and again, man, go back and watch the highlights. I just really think KD and Grace and Allen and heck, even Gordon, they're, they're finding some kind of chemistry out there. Maybe I'm overhyping it because I have, I do that a lot sometimes, but it's true. Uh, the ball movement looked great tonight. And guys, just relax. Like eventually Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal will be back, and and everything will be fine. And if this was not a eye opener for everybody, then I don't know how else to analyze it or break it down. But just relax, you guys. Eventually, they will be back. I mean, we haven't really talked about the injuries. Are you worried about it? I'm not. I'm staying optimistic, man. You know what? I worry about a lot of stuff in life, and yes, I am worried about it. And I know it's early. I, you know, it's it's one of those things where um, Frank Vogel won't even really talk about in this pre-game press conference won't yeah, talk about he kind of shut it down so it is worrisome and it's okay. fine it's not fine i don't know what it is <laughs> i don't know how to react to this honestly i don't think it's it's something to be concerned about when you're winning it's fine right if yeah. we were to lose tonight we'd be like well what the fuck's gonna happen especially if we would have got we blown going? out i'd be pissed yeah it's like well yeah. can we trade for Embiid? can we get him over here right <laughs> now that's what i would be. one and two i don't want to start that way um but no no i i think jamsters um geek squad i think it's okay to worry about it it's your team you love this team you waste so much time watching them you care so much about these players when they're hurt and stuff and you don't really know the timeline of them coming back two of your best players it sucks and i know it's early and you want to win a championship but even dan marley was talking about you got to kind of have you know these guys on the court gelling and stuff like that and how much did you do you miss dan marley in the booth dan marley was the best cracking cores lights yeah like every game he, he was <laughs> He was the best. I love EJ. Yeah. But he's like, I think Dan Marley was maybe a little bit better. He was a little bit more, maybe more funny, but EJ is still right up there with EJ is great. I don't agree with everything he says, but EJ sometimes does make really good points. But you're right. Thunder Dan was awesome in the booth. And shout out to my guy, Thunder Steve. He's met him multiple times and all that. Says Dan Marley's a great guy and all that. And yeah, you're right. Cracking Cora's lights and everything. But again, yeah. I love how, and, and again, man, like I love how you worded it. You said like, you know, Thunder Dan and Barkley coming back whenever they feel like, like maybe we'll see more Thunder Dan on the broadcast. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I would love that. I think so. that'd be awesome. I think that's the next move. They're bringing back everything else. Why not Thunder Dan? I think he would love a job here in Phoenix trading on and off with EJ. Maybe they can split that's time. I, I would love saying, that. Man. Maybe just have a three man booth. And also shout out to what's her name from the Phoenix Mercury, Sophie Cunningham or whatever. Yeah. She's great on the broadcast. Oh, too. She's, bring back Thunder Dan. That'd be yeah, incredible, man. She's fantastic. Uh, Aussie Suns fans says we're live straight after. Let's go. You guys in 10 minutes. We're almost done. So calm down. Aussie uh, Suns fans on YouTube. <laughs> so go there. I always mess up their names all the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but really quick in the chat, uh, Alfredo. Alcala, Alcala. Sorry, I can't speak. You pronounce names better than I do. No, I, I do a terrible job. <laughs> I've not gotten one thing right this whole time in four years or how long I've been doing this. Miss you guys. First listen this season. Also, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Shout out to Sun Geek for being everywhere. PHNX. I want to get your thoughts on that. 
pod. Way to stay true to the Suns. Go D-backs too. The D-backs should be up 2-0, but they're up tied 1-1. They got one in uh, in Texas with Luka Doncic and Dirk there at the game. So a little rivalry there. Next games, we'll have Booker and KD there, I'm sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know what? You were on PHNX, and that was that was great. Watch the whole episode. You did a great Thank job. Um, how was that? I mean, I, you did have um, a video about it, but you know, just a quick little recap of the experience. Was it just unreal or what? Yeah, man. Uh, first off, you know me, I'm kind of my own biggest critic. I was a little too critical of my own performance there. I was a little nervous. I should have lightened up a little bit, kind of like how John did when he was on there. You know, he sang that song and everything that he did. Yeah. But, you know, John's a different animal. Though. Yeah, exactly. He's just, exactly. Yeah. He's, but, he's a crazy man. But real, real talk, whether you've, you watch PHNX all the time or whether you don't, uh, it is incredible over there. Like when, And I said this like 10 times on their podcast. I said I was overwhelmed in the best way. Like we're talking mm-hmm. the bright lights. Like the, it was like an actual studio. But we, like, we yeah. got into some good conversations and all that. And they made me feel comfortable. Kind of like how we've done many shows together. Like I remember the first time I joined your show, I was super nervous and everything. But. They made me feel comfortable over there. Big shout out to them. Unfortunately, I didn't get to meet Saul or Gerald, but they are great guys and Espo and Flex and Lindsay and all of them. They were very welcoming, very kind and everything. And and what I love about it, man, and I'm sure the invite goes to you guys too, is anytime they're not doing their show, they are down to come on my show. And again, I'm sure your guys' show as well. So shout out yeah that's always a connection yeah everyone's on everybody's show like we we legit talked about that flex was like yeah man he's like whenever you need me bro just hit me up and espo pretty much said the same thing so flex is the best he'll always jump on shout out Um, to them man yeah i love those guys all right um so we'll go ahead and move on really quick i want to go ahead and just talk about the next game the suns do play the um the san antonio spurs halloween night nice and spooky huh for this one i want to see if i can go ahead and bring up the graphic really quick it is 7 p.m on tuesday Versus Spurs here at home again. And, uh, you know, Wimby will be in the house. Um, what are you thinking, man? Have you been watching him at all? I mean, he's he's a rookie for sure, but very scary. I can tell that teams have kind of went away from shooting the threes when he's on you because he can definitely block those. Devin Fassell, he's a monster, a guy that can get to the hole. That whole team is like, you know, it's coming along. But they have Vassell, who I wanted in that draft for sure. Uh, yeah. Over, um, Yeah, that that was draft. Feels I definitely like a, feels like a lifetime ago, and it really wasn't. Yeah, no, yeah, it does, right? Um, but he he's a fantastic guy, our player. But he he has a chance to really be something on that team and be yeah. a leader. But Wimby, your thoughts on him? Have you seen him play at all? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've kind of just seen the casual highlights here and there, but I've watched those highlights closely, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. this is a different breed. You know, the whole like cliche, he's an alien. He's a Mike, you know, an NBA 2K created player. It's it's true though, like he moves like a point guard, and he's what yeah. seven foot seven or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the dude is literally a freak, and he's a rookie. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna yeah. if he can stay healthy, he's gonna put it together. This guy could be dominating the league for years. Also, shout out to Chet Holmgren, by the way. I know that he got like dunked on or whatever recently, but he he's looking really good too. But and you know I I know it's cool to hate the Spurs because they're we're rivals with them and everything, but. You know, you mentioned it, Devin Vassell. They got a couple other guys over there, Jeremy Shohan as well. They're putting it together, man. I don't know how long Greg Popovich is going to coach for. I'm sure they got salary cap just kind of waiting in the wings. Maybe Mm -hmm. some tradable pieces down the road. You build it all around Wemby. 
And think about it, man. I mean, again, I know it's just highlights. I know he's everywhere on ESPN and Twitter and all that, but like it is for real, man. Just just ignore Twitter for a second and just literally go watch the highlights. Like he is a freak in the best way possible. Yeah. Five EBA does says does say, um, excuse me. Yes. Looks very mature for his age too. He definitely does. He's the perfect spur player. Um yep. You know, it does kind of suck that he's on the Spurs, but he's fun to watch. And he, he is a lot more to really learn. mature for his age, like real yeah. talk. And he looks like he's ready to learn, and he's with the perfect coach for yep. it. Um, it's going to be scary for sure. So that's why you kind of want the Suns to kind of squeak out a championship before that guy becomes real and hits his prime, because then it might be over. Because it's just a, it's like a Giannis, but it might be worse than that. You don't want to face that in the future and try to hope to win a title against him. Ooh. But you know what? We do have just one more minute. Um, I want to get your take on your favorite scariest movie horror movie out there because it is halloween and i won't see halloween nights i just want to ask you i know you're big into chucky but what else you got is chucky your number one or is there some other movie under the radar you want to let us know you said you said the scariest and you know what i feel ashamed i don't own this on blu-ray that's probably going to be my next purchase and and i'm probably overhyping this but i love it every time i watch it it legit frightens me like i have to watch this movie with the lights on and honorable mention to the second one but the conjuring the conjuring directed by james wan uh patrick wilson i can't pronounce the chick's name in that movie but it was phenomenal it's based off true events and true stories it is legit frightening also insidious is really good i love the chucky movies because just the slashing and the cheesiness and all that but like when we're talking like movies that legit scare me, like The Conjuring, 100%, man. I try to watch it every Halloween. And yes, Casper also also gives me nightmares. Have you actually seen that movie? You know what, Casper, yeah. It's it's really funny. I haven't seen that movie in forever. But I was talking about it with somebody, and she's like, you know what, Casper's? I'm like, Casper? I'm like, I forgot about Casper. And we were watching it, and now my niece and nephew watch it. My niece loves it. Forgot good, about the movie till this year. Really it's probably good. been like ten to twelve years, and I'm go just back like, and I revisit not... it, man. You might yeah, be it's surprised. Good. What about um, you, though, man? Any movies that like truly like freak you out? Yeah, Will Greg does say Gremlins terrifies <laughs> terrifies me. I don't care. It's not a horror movie. Uh yeah, I never really even seen that whole movie. But uh, for me, the scariest one before we get out of there, out of here, is Blair Witch. Blair Witch was oh, one of those yeah. that always scared. <sighs> I saw them in theaters, and you just think it's real. You never see the witch, and it just leaves it up to your imagination. That's the scariest thing. Um, Especially, I was scared. Ending. I was scared of that one for forever. I was yeah. in my mom's bed till probably a couple weeks ago. I got over it, but now Halloween's coming up, and kids are gonna be walking around with, with their costumes. So I might be scared again. Um, but uh, Derek Camacho says The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. But um, yeah. Anything else? To get? We're gonna get out of here. Um, we'll see. Um, we see John, I guess. John, yeah, we'll be doing the show. I, yeah, John, I don't think he's going to the game. So he might have went to, might have had plans to go to the game this Halloween. But I think we're going to be here. So it'll be John and me next pod. But thanks again, Suns Geek. Um, I had so much fun. Like tonight was just an amazing night. I wish right. it would never end. I wish we can go on for hours and hours. <laughs> I know. But we got to get our beauty rest. Jamsters, thanks for everything. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like. Make sure to leave your five-star reviews. Hit up Spotify too. If you're on Spotify, leave the five-star review. We're at 4.9. We got to get that up. All right. Someone hit us down a little bit. We got to get that up to five stars again. But other than that, Geek, thanks. And 
Where can they find you? I think they already know, but let them know again. Well, just in case you're watching me for the first time or us for the first time, make sure to subscribe to both of our channels. Go subscribe to the Suns Jam Session podcast on Apple Podcasts and all the other platforms you guys are on. This is a great show, man. I mean, John is the best, you know, but I feel like you and I have had some great shows under our belt together. You know what I mean? We're a good duo. You know what I mean? And yeah, man, just anywhere on, on social media, YouTube, Twitter. I'm even on Tic Tac. Yes, I call it Tic Tac. Just search Suns Geek. <laughs> you'll find me. And I love doing these shows, man. E- anytime you guys need me, like seriously, even if it's like late, le- like last minute, just let me know. I'll try to be available. Yeah, I, I, you, you guys know me. I do live shows, videos, YouTube shorts. Oh, yeah. All on my All over the place. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, having me. I appreciate me, it. I really appreciate it. Thanks again, Jamsters. Thanks, Sons Geek. Everybody go home and love your family.